If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com slash boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. We're coming to you live from our studios in Kokumlimli. We're on DTT because we're free to on DSTV channel 421 and Go TV channel 125. We are a home of independent, fearless, and credible journalism. Coming up this afternoon, five hours of voting at Asin North, and already there are accusations and counter accusations of vote buying. But the process so far has been smooth despite initial scuffles observed at some centers. There are fish solutions smooth despite initial scuffles observed at some centers. There are fish solutions that are also giving us hope. You know, where you see bathies, you know, and certain African made things that you can easily source from Asia, you know, are, are now. Plus, Muslims in the Upper East region aid to seek the help of veterinary officers in slaughtering their sacrificial cattle while marking it or other tomorrow morning. Plus... The opposition National Democratic Congress is most likely to win the 2024 presidential elections. That's according to Fitch Solutions in its analysis titled Positive Shift in Ghana's Political Risk Profile Following IMF Program Approval. According to the UK-based firm, the rapid deterioration of economic conditions in 2022 and slow progress in the fight against perceived corruption will exacerbate anti-incumbency sentiments among the electorate. In a July 2022 Afro barometer study 85.0% of Ghanaians believed the government was doing a poor job in tackling corruption. Joy News assisting editor Elton Brobe has been sharing details. Now the report is in two parts. The part about the likely outcome of the 2024 general elections and of course the impact of the IMF program on the populace and the fact that they can lead to social instability in the country. So let me start from the what Fitch came to in their conclusion on how government social intervention programs may be having impact on the population vis-a-vis the IMF program. Now, the IMF has voiced concerns about President Kufuaro's flagship free senior high school program introduced in 2017 to enable people of school-going age to assess education for free at the senior high school level. The IMF labels it poorly targeted. Potential modification to the program in order to win in spending could weaken the FPP's campaign agenda, increasing the chances of an NDC win. This is the conclusion of Fitch. 
Now, the, the report says that, and I'll quote here, we believe that the NDC is most likely to win. The rapid de deterioration of economic conditions in 2022 and slow progress in a fight against perceived corruption uh, are some of the things that they have the view that can help trigger an NDC win. In July 2022, Afro Barometer study uh, suggests that 85 percent of Ghanaians believes the government was doing a poor job in tackling corruption will exacerbate anti-incumbency sentiments among the electorates. Now, the report also highlights the potential uh, impacts the IMF program, which is in its first year, will have on the economy and social instability. Now, let me quote to you what it reported in the July edition. Fitch says that it believes that the IMF assistance will improve economic conditions in Ghana and therefore might limit risks to social instability this year, 2023 and 2024. The government will likely meet the IMF targets over the coming months as opposition lawmakers will only offer modest pushback against economic reform. And they believe that the opposition NDC is best placed to win the December 2024 general elections as fiscal consolidation weakens the incumbency government's campaign's agenda. So this is a conclusion of faith. There's a best part of our view that a government change is likely after the 2024 general election. We believe that the risk to Ghana's IMF program are limited. So, so I said this is the conclusion of Fitch. They have the view that the IMF program, even though it imposes some restrictions on Ghanaians, including imposition of new taxes, uh, quarterly review of utility tariff, as well as some uh, taxes that are likely to impact on your living conditions. They are of the view that it will not lead to social instability in the country. But the effects of the IMF program is giving advantage politically to the NDC ahead of the 2024 general elections. Let's now head to Asin North uh, for the by-elections, and we're hearing that the police have picked up an individual posing as a police officer at Asin Biriku. He alleged to have been sent by his boss, Kennedy, and Charles Opoku, the men who handed him over to the police claim he is a member of the NPP. It's already five hours of voting at the Asin North, and already there are accusations and counter-accusations of vote-buying. It is a race that will see 41,000 voters decide whether to send James Jachukwesen back to parliament or give the slot to the NPP's Charles Opoku. The NDC Sami Jemfi, who led Mr. Kwesen's team to the Asinbreku voting center, told the press the NDC is on the path of victory. Asinbreku is a political prostitute. I can give you WhatsApp chats yes. with our executives. Mm. That's a political prostitute. No principles, no conviction, no track record. You don't even vote here. And no person here MP. Let's leave it to the good people of our sin of to decide. Yes, yes, Thank you. Now. Have you regretted? And this morning, we, we, we could not have gotten a, any better option. 
since this constituency was created in 2012, the parliamentary candidate are from 2012 in any election is him 17,500. He's the most popular person from Aseno. You can see the love they have for him. And we are happy, we are excited that we have somebody like Jachi Kwesin leading our campaign. Thank you. Let's go there live and speak with my colleague Richard Kwejonyaku, who is monitoring events for us. Kojo, first, tell us about this person who has been arrested for posing as a police officer. So uh, his uh, identity is not yet clear, but uh, we have it, we've been told that they will get back to us and then tell us who really uh, the person is and what he did that got him arrested and so uh, we do not really know the person's identity whether the person is a security officer or a resident here or someone who lives outside the constituency and has come here to support the process we do not know as of now what led to his arrest Well, so um, they, we, we all saw that the security uh, personnel have accosted him and then they were leading him out of the pool, one of the polling stations. They are yet to be aware about it, what exactly the person may have done. We do not know whether it is uh, he was sharing money or he was um, impeding the process, the free flow of the process here. So we are yet to be let in on the reasons why that person was arrested but uh, currently things are going normally gradually uh, everything has been peaceful um, the people that have passed through here have indicated their excitement we spoke with the general secretary of the um, ndc fifi Kwete, and he and and he indicated that the people have comported themselves and they are looking forward to some smooth uh, process. We also spoke with the Central Regional Minister who has indicated that they are very excited with how things have gone. But on the issue of money sharing, vote buying and all of that, the accusations that are flying around from each of the political parties, so NDC accusing the MPP of vote buying, the other accusing uh, the other of vote buying. But we saw earlier that George Achikwesin has just voted. We also saw that Charles Opoku has also uh, visited some of the polling centers that are here. So many people have seen Gabi Asario Chidakon. I've seen many people in the NDC as well as well as the MPP. So things are normal and we are waiting for the outcome of the process by hook or crook by 5 p.m. We should get to the end of the entire process. A voter population of 41,000 plus, 99 polling station. Uh, we wait for the outcome because people are waiting with bated breath to see who is really, really winning? I've got the communications director of the MPP here. I say, good afternoon. Yeah, hello. So, uh, tell me uh, your impressions, um, the process so far. Well, um, I'm not quite happy about what is happening here. Um, you see a systematic attempt by the opposition NDC to create tension in our strongholds, and you can see all across Breku. These three police stations here, you see how the NDC is creating 
some kind of hostile environment. What have you seen? Well, you are here. You see what is happening. So let me not explain. Just tell me the specifics. Well, you, saw, you saw the, the rowdy uh, encounters here earlier. Uh, you saw, uh, I don't know if you were at uh, Akonfide, uh, there was a complete mess over there. Madame Gisela, uh, the MP for, uh, what's the name, Ewutu uh, Senya, was there. Uh, from my account, she was giving out money and she had to be forced away from the place. When I went there, I saw her sitting in front of the one of From your account, your account, your account is very trite? Well, well I, I, what I'm trying to let you know is that the NDC is engaged in some intimidation tactics in where our strongholds are. But if you go to anywhere where the NDC perceives to be their stronghold, we are not creating any mess there. We're just there trying to have people go about their voting activities, and that's it. But what I see is the NDC creating mayhem in our, in, in our stronghold, and I find that to be very objectionable. The police are here. Most of them, when you talk to them, they, they don't appear very eager to address those situations. But I think that in the interest of peace, we would have to have the police sit up and do their job as they ought to do. So far, I'm not satisfied with what they are doing. There are 800 of them in town, and their performance here, it leaves much to be desired. Well, earlier, we spoke with the General Secretary of the NDC, and he indicated that they were generally excited about how the process has gone. But you are saying otherwise you are not really enthused about what is happening. Well, you can bear witness. What you see here is that uh, a picture of... Peace. Is that a picture of a democracy where people are allowed to express their views by voting? The, the obstruction here, screaming at people, hooting at people, just creating a hostile environment, make it difficult for people to, uh, to come and vote. If you see that police station here, I think it's LA, uh, A or so. Um, the, I think the last time I checked was 280-something that voted. For the past 45 or so minutes, if you watch there now, there's nobody there. That environment deters people from coming out to vote. And I see that to be the problem. And the NDC is systematically ensuring that this happens. And I want, I want the police to sit up and ensure that this whole place, see the whole place is flooded. Uh, who is who here? This is not supposed to be a situation. You have police uh, officers here. If you turn around here... See the number of police people there, as if they are more than the people who are coming to vote. But yet, see the chaos. So I, I, I find their performance here that leaves so much to be desired. And I think that uh, the IGP is listening, the police command, if they are listening, they must sit up and direct their men to do the job fairly. What they are doing here, I am not very satisfied at all. Finally, you are a political party. What are you going to do about the current situation? You sense an atmosphere of intimidation. What are you going to do about it? Well, we don't have anything to do except to call on the police to ensure that there's peace and there's order so people can go about their voting activities freely and walk away after they have voted. What we see here is not exactly what should be the case. Thank right. you. Thank you very much. So um, that is the communication director of the new patriotic party, Richard Ahiagba, saying that the party is not really happy with the turn of events. The security has not been on top of their game. There seems to be an atmosphere of chaos in here because uh, this what is currently in your shot is not supposed to be so people are supposed to stay out of the voting area people are supposed to stay out of the voting center but they feel that some people have been brought into the constituency to foment trouble in the constituency to deter people from voting and he is accounting or recounting that there seems to be a stalemate in one of the polling stations that I'm heading there. That at the last time he checked, uh, 284 people had voted. But for 45 minutes, there has been no show because people feel 
uh, intimidated and they feel to come out. They, they do not really feel uh, well to come out to come and vote. So that is the situation here at Asimbrek. Where we are currently are... Um, there are three polling stations, and one of them is where uh, Mr. George Achikwesin voted. Now he's voted. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. He's left um, the Charles Opoku. Okay, so, okay, so, um, let, let me speak with this, let me speak with this gentleman. What have you to say? You seem to have something to say. <laughs> My brother, if the MPP are perceiving that this area is for them, this is their stronghold, it's a whole story, my brother. Just check the 2020 election results. You realize that Honorable Kwesin have dominated here. So, what the NPP communicates... What, what they are saying, essentially, is that there seems to be uh, a creation of... Food or ...whatever, whatever. Here perceived to be their stronghold, and the NDC is trying to create chaos, intimidate the people not to come out to vote. There's nothing like that. As far as we are concerned, the voting is going on successfully. You know, we cannot go out there to go and call people to come and vote at all costs. It is their will. It is their democratic right to come out to vote willingly and exercise their democratic rights as far as this election. I think that uh, people are being intimidated. People are being prevented, literally, from coming out to vote in their number. I have not seen such a thing. And I don't know... And, and if where you are currently standing, you are standing outside uh, where the place has been cordoned off but he feels that this creation what we see here where a lot of people are a lot of people are they are not supposed to be in this my brother that is not correct you see the MP, the uh, ec people have barricaded the place for them to have their exercise ongoing a successful one so we the observers have the right to also be around you understand equally like him the NPP uh, uh, communications director, then he also has to look, uh, that, that's not supposed to be here because we are all in the same suit. Because the MP, uh, the EC people, together with the police, have barricaded their direction to work for the, for the nation. Okay, all right, thank you, sir. So, Aisha, uh, this uh, is how things are shaping up as far as the Senate by election is concerned. People are still in the queue, they are voting, and we await the outcome of the results by close or post today. Aisha. Donako is our reporter at Asin North. He's been monitoring events there for us. You are sure to stay here on your election headquarters because we have all you need to know about the by-elections. Let's head to Parliament right now because there's uncertainty surrounding parliamentary sitting today as the House struggles to gather required numbers to sit. Almost all MPs on both sides of the House are in the Asin North constituency for the crucial by-election, which is currently happening. Apart from the majority chief whip and MP from Saom Edwedri, Frank Anodompre, no MP has come to the floor. The bell in Parliament has rung severally, uh, but the House is so empty. Parliamentary correspondent Kwekwa Sante has joined us uh, with more. Kwekwa, is it likely that parliamentary business will be uh, conducted today? So, Aisha, the House actually starts in the last 10 minutes. MPs were on the floor. Of course, they were not even up to 15 on both sides of the aisle. And 
they had to be forced to adjourn certain. On the NDC side, there were only three MPs. James Agaga, who, is, who was the acting leader on the, on the, on the minority side. Vincent Opoa Samoa, who was also supporting the leadership. As well as um, uh, Mr. Kudu, the whole central MP. Those were, the, those were the only three NDC MPs who were present on the minority side. On the majority side, you have the majority leader himself, Oseche Mensaburusu. Uh, the, the majority chief whip, Frank Anadompre. We also had the Works and Housing Minister, Francis Asensobache, the chairman of the Education Committee, Mr. Siama, and I think two other MPs. So, in total, there were not up to 10 or 12 MPs on both sides of the house, of the hour, who were in parliament today. That meant that the house was going to struggle to get quorum. In fact, they, they sat real late because the bell rang for several times, several occasions, inviting MPs to come to the floor, and no MPs was around to come because you know that almost all the NBC MPs and almost all the NDP MPs are all in the Assembly constituency. They are forcing to try and help their respective parties to be able to win that seat. It, it, it is what could tilt the numbers in Parliament. The NPP have 137 plus an independent MP. That is not a so comfortable number for them. So if they win this, it gives them a certain comfortability in terms of the numbers. The NDC wants to serve Bentania wanted to be able to do the kind of things they want to do. This is crucial enough, so much so that almost all the leaders on the minority front have all traveled to Asenot. So, Aisha, the report is that because of the lack of numbers, Parliament has now been forced to adjourn because of the, 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 the real poor attendance that occasion today. One would have asked, would Parliament not have known that this was going to happen? In fact, since last week, MPs on both sides had been happy on this as whether or not they were going to get enough numbers to be able to transact business. It was clear that they were going to struggle to do so today, but they did not adjourn sitting to Wednesday. They still insisted that they were going to sit today. They did sit today, but because the numbers were simply lacking, they've now had to adjourn to Thursday because tomorrow is a holiday. Kwasante is our parliamentary correspondent bringing you updates from Parliament. The uh, story is that the House has adjourned because there's no quorum to sit uh, for business of the day. Let's move on to other stories. Small-scale minings of Tonto Chrome in the Amancia South District of the Ashanti region have called on government to establish a community mining scheme in the area to help and clashes with the Asanko mines. The community has accused the mining company of taking over their lands, depriving them of access to opportunities to mine. They believe the community mining scheme will support the youth to stay out of violence. There's more in the following report. The expansion of the community mining scheme introduced by the government is expected to resolve incidents of illegal mining activities in the country. After its establishment in several mining communities, it has provided job opportunities for many. The miners in Tuntukum claim the absence of the scheme in the community has led to conflicts between the youth and Asanko mine. They want the government to establish the small-scale community mining scheme in the community to avert any form of attack on the mine. We have been attacked on several occasions by military men from Asankuma. 
Amansia is huge. So if one is commissioned at Achimanso, we should also get one at Untukrum to employ over 10,000 community mining Elsewhere, establish a company for us from our own country to suffer. That's what's happened. Deputy Minister for Lands and Natural Resources George Mrikuduka says the government will consult stakeholders on the way forward establishing a community mining scheme. So, when they do that, what we do is to sit with all the stakeholders and find out the possible ways of getting uh, uh, the scheme launched. So consult the stakeholders, the company that they are asking them to feed off part of their concession. We will contact them and talk to them, talk to the uh, chiefs and all the people involved, and they will see how best uh, we can judge all and bring peace. <laughs> The Upper East Regional Coordinating Council has given a slight window allowing for the slaughtering and consumption of only vaccinated animals ahead of the Eid celebrations amid a large-scale ban public slaughtering and sales of animals, the council maintains that all these activities must be done under strict veterinary supervision. In a statement issued on Monday, the coordinating council has allowed the transportation of animals from neighboring countries through the region. We'll hear from the regional minister, Stephen Yakubu, shortly. But first, James Savaji has been looking at this statement. He joins me uh, with more. James, what does this window mean vis-a-vis uh, -vis the su sustained ban? Okay, Aisha, so uh, we know that the initial ban actually uh, prevents any form of slaughtering or consumption of uh, any uh, animals in the affected districts of the Upper East region. But what this means is that because of the uh, Eid celebrations tomorrow, uh, those who would be sacrificing animals as part of the celebration uh, would be permitted to slaughter these animals. The Coordinating Council has also noted that only animals that are allowed to be slaughtered are those that have been vaccinated before or on the 20th of June, which means that all animals that have not been vaccinated or have been vaccinated uh, after 20, uh, June 20 are not supposed to be uh, slaughtered or consumed as part of the each celebration. So uh, the ban on the public uh, slaughtering and consumption is still in place, which means that when you go to the market to go and buy any form of animal, you will not get on the market. It is only those who are celebrating it who are allowed to slaughter and consume a vaccinated animals for the period.
There's another statement from the office of the Upper East uh, Regional Chief Imam. What does it say? So that statement actually is in a way uh, corroborating what the Regional uh, Coordinating Council is saying. The statement is actually giving a seven-point uh, guideline that all Muslims need to follow. And it says that, uh, quote, all households within a community should arrange all animals expected to be sacrificed at one place and seek the help of veterinary officer uh, to inspect them before and after the sacrifices. It continues that uh, all animals intended to be sacrificed should be bought and kept at home for at least three days before the idolada so as to be able to detect symptoms of an infected animal. And so uh, that's what the, uh, uh, the Imam's office has in saying. also encourage people uh, to uh, keep away from dead animals or animals that have shown any sign of sickness. They should stay away from all those and they need to uh, observe or use cities uh, that is nose masks and gloves uh, in the preparation of these animals. Any animal that shows any sign of uh, sickness must be reported to the vet officers. And so, uh, lastly, anyone who has an unsealed open wound on the hand should distance themselves from the suffering. All children are also expected to stay away from all of these activities. And so, essentially, that's what the chief imam's office have been urging all Muslims uh, to the protocol they've been urging all Muslims to observe. And so, if you live in any of the zangos or uh, any community that is slaughtering tomorrow or sacrificing tomorrow, you are all expected to bring all these animals together in that zango, and then the veterinary officer is supposed to inspect and certify the animals before you go ahead with the slaughtering as part of the celebration. We are now listening to Mr. Steven Yakobo, who assures that the decision was taken after careful consideration of all potential health implications as he urged residents to observe the guidelines. You know we have been vaccinating for a very long time now. Mm-hmm. And, uh, uh, and therefore, if you look at the gestation period of the anthrax, as you have rightly mentioned, and you look at new uh, occurrences, in fact, we've not had any positive uh, uh, occurrences of anthrax for a very long time. Mm. Uh, I, I think it's even more than two weeks now that we have not had <coughs> any new anthrax uh, uh, case. Mm. Uh, so that informed us. Remember, uh, these were people who are very, very well seasoned uh, veterinary uh, doctors in the region. Uh, and therefore, whatever decision we have taken, mm-hmm. we think that it is safe. And we think that people should just abide by it, mm-hmm. and everything will be fine. Should this certified slaughtered animals be sold to the public? Well, we are not supposed to be selling uh, the meat to the public. What we are doing is control slaughtering of the, those who are going to be having the uh, uh, celebrations uh, tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And you know what usually they do uh, they will usually uh, uh, give some of this meat to uh, 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 their friends and, 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 and all that. Hmm. Well, back here in Accra, it is day two.
parking tanker drivers in Tema are still not working with the demand that their road is maintained. A delegation from the road ministry expected to hold a meeting with the union executives, but the drivers say although they are yet to begin the meeting, nothing will compel them to resume work until they see visible work being done. Sunday Alabi, the vice chairman of the National Tanker Drivers Association, he spoke earlier with Joy News. Uh, the strike is still ongoing, as you see. There's no tanker unloading at any depot. The road, is not st- the road is still not fixed. So we are waiting for the authorities to come so that we we'll see how best they'll help us fix the road. But until, until then, we are not going to work. As we speak, I mean, yesterday they put some latrites there, right after your, your protest. Yes, we came today to see that uh, some latrites were put on the road. But it's unfortunate. So all this can be done for seven years now. Until yesterday. And for investigation, it's the TDC who brought their machine to do that portion of the road. And that is just one percent of, of the main road the, 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 what we want them to do is only one percent of what they've done. We can now go live to uh, Tema and speak with our correspondent, Elvis Washington. Elvis, what's the latest uh, with regards to the meeting and what can you report on the um, strike by the tanker drivers? All right, so thank you. Well, it's day two of the strike action, and indeed, um, drivers are seated here and they are carrying through the action. Indeed, um, a while ago, there was some delegation from the Ministry of Roads and Highways, led by the Chief Director, Engineer Awul, who actually came here to have a word with the drivers and also have a fair idea of what exactly the drivers are complaining about. He went together with the team to visit the road to see what exactly is happening here and also um, report back to his minister. Um, I have with me the Vice Chairman of the Association who actually was in the meeting with the delegation from the Roads and Highways to tell us what exactly because it was a closed door meeting. Chairman, good afternoon. Afternoon. I mean, you guys had a meeting with the um, chief director. Yes, what, what, what transpired in that meeting? Okay, what transpired was uh, uh, he told us that he was sent by the minister to come to the grounds and come and see exactly what is happening and the way forward. So when he came, we, we, we welcomed him and we, we, made him under, we made him understand what we are going through, the safety aspect of what is happening now. So we took him to the road and explain certain things to him to let him know, uh, to understand. When we got certain points of the road, he, he, he saw that what we were saying, or what we are saying is true. Because if a gas tanker or a petrol tanker fall down, the community around all the depots will have a, a disaster. So he agreed with us that, okay, it's true. So immediately they'll work on it, we'll get back to the minister, and we'll work on it and get back to us on Thursday. Then whatever supposed to do immediately they will do it for us but i mean you can, yesterday after your protest you realized or after your strike you realized that some lotteries have been put at some section of the road are you guys impressed you think that this is a sign positive sign of something happening uh we've seen some things before so for where we stand it's not a, a positive action for us because uh what they are doing there right now it's not even 0.1% of what we need from them. So, so what are you going to do? We are meeting 
you are meeting the minister on Thursday. Is that so? Yes, please. All right. So what are your expectations? Our expectations are they will bring the machines and equipment on the road and then uh, the materials to start the work, the work immediately so that we can go back to work. Because we want, we want to serve the nation. We are not going to work. All right. So that is the uh, vice chairman of the Ghana um, tanker driver. Elvis Washington speaking with the Vice Chairman of the Tanker Drivers Association. Let's take a break on Joy News today. When we return, we'll bring you business. You will enjoy free life insurance. Oh. Free debit card, save while you spend, and an amazing chance to double your salary. A hundred and even more consolation rewards. The EcoBank double salary promo reloaded. Vimwo. This EcoBank salary account sounds interesting. What do you think? Yeah, but maybe next time, Charlie. You know what? I will go shine my shoe. Yo, myself. I will go check my BP. Open an EcoBank salary account today for a lifetime of benefits. You also stand a chance to win more than double your salary in the EcoBank double salary promo reloaded from now till July 31st. Terms and conditions apply. Under the supervision of the National Lottery Authority, under the Caritas Lottery Platform. Effective for relief from cough, sore throat, and throat irritation. New honey cough. Class coho away. Manufactured and distributed by NS Chemist Limited. This advert is FDA approved. Daddy, Daddy, this tank is big. Yes, that's true. It can store a lot of water. That's so true. Wow. It has a working tortoise on it. Mm-hmm. That's so true. I can see S-I-N-T-E-S syntax. That is so true, my daughter. When it falls down, it will spoil That's not true. But why? Yay! Syntex <laughs> was the first to introduce double layer tanks in Ghana. Syntex again was the first to introduce white inner layers in Ghana. Syntex gives you the biggest warranty seven years. No matter your water needs, Syntex is the answer. Syntex tank. Are you strong? Are you tough? Welcome to business. My name is Daryl Kwao. 
Ghana has received approval for $200 million financing from the International Development Association of the World Bank for the tree crop diversification project. The money will help diversify and grow the economy through modernizing agriculture to accelerate productivity, resilience, and industrialization. There's more in this report. This financing will directly benefit 12,800 cocoa farmers and 39,975 cashew coconuts and rubber farmers and their households. An additional 20,000 jobs are expected to be created in downstream value addition. According to the World Bank, nearly 40% of on-farm beneficiaries will be women. While Ghana's tree crop sector plays an enormous role in agriculture, the economy, the Britain Wood Institution said the sector can contribute more substantially to Ghana's economy and society than it currently does. This include job creation, export revenue generation, and poverty reduction. Challenges limiting the development of the sector include low and stagnant productivity, weak institutional capacity, poor sector governance, and poor climate resilience due to weak adoption of climate-smart agricultural technologies and practices. The World Bank country director Pierre Laporte expressed excitement about his outfit's support to Ghana's medium-term national development strategy through the Ghana Tree Crop Diversification Project. Our chief executive of BD Group, Benjamin Armstrong, is requesting strong support for local manufacturers to request to produce quality standard products for, for the global market. According to him, Ghanaian manufacturers have the capacity to produce for the international market with the necessary support. He was speaking to journalists after the company introduced its HD cleaner and bioplast disinfectant to uh, the market. Here's more in this report. BD Group, as the first local manufacturing company to be licensed by the National Petroleum Authority to carry out cleaning services for storage tanks and other petroleum services in the downstream sector. After many years of operation, it has become necessary that government supports the local manufacturer to produce more industrial cleaning materials to meet the demand of the market and to export to other countries. Speaking to journalists after unveiling its heavy-duty cleaner and bioblast disinfectant into the market, Chief Executive of BD Group, Benjamin Armstrong, said local manufacturers need support to compete globally. Well, the support is very necessary, but we needed since 2020 to start the process. Before you can produce products of this nature, you need approval from the Food and Drug Administration Authority. Sorry. And uh, we had to go through the process to get our approval. That is how come it took us all this time to put the product on the market. Now we have our certification from the FDA for uh, the bioblast disinfectant and then the bioblast uh, high heavy duty cleaner. So that's how come we are now putting it on the market since uh, 2020 when we started the process. Mr. Armstrong assured that producing locally will help strengthen the local currency since oil marketing companies will not require foreign exchange to bring in product and serve as an employment avenue for many youth. Because obviously when we import, you spend a lot of money looking for the dollars to be able to import the product. So this alternative gives us the opportunity to create jobs. We have employed a number of people in Cape Coast and set up the factory in Cape Coast to produce the blast disinfectant and the bioblast uh, uh, heavy-duty cleaners. BD Group, which operates in Cote d'Ivoire, is carrying out some assessment to take advantage of the Continental Free Trade Agreement and enter other African markets. And that's all for this segment. Sports is up next.
The new exciting football channel is now available only on HD Plus and brings you football from around the world. Watch Sadio Mane and Daniel Kufitre in the top weekly match of the Bundesliga 1 and DFB Cup, Primera Liga, Copa de la Liga Profesional, see Ronaldo in the Saudi Pro League, as well as daily sports news every other hour. Also, get updated on Messi and Mbappe on PSG TV and many more. Feely Feely on HD Plus Channel 151. HD Plus, the Feely Feely Experience. We've had news file over the weekend and uh, an interesting part of the conversation. Focused oh no, we are out of range. Oh, don't worry, Daddy. I have Alex in my back. Alex, what? Alexa, open Multimedia Ghana and play Joy FM. Super Hits Radio, Radio. Joy 99.7. Listen to Joy FM. Hits FM. Love FM. At the Home Depot, we have laundry appliances that just fit. From the space you have, to the features you want, to the savings you need. Like a new GE Profile Ultra Fast Combo Laundry Machine that can wash and dry a large load in about two hours. Without you ever having to transfer the load over. Get special buy savings, like the GE Profile Ultrafast Combo Laundry Machine, plus an extra $100 off. Select laundry sets in-store and online at the Home Depot. Before, before I, I would say no, um, because there were a lot of disrespect, and uh, um, sometimes I go on social media and uh, a lot of disrespect, and I felt like I'm one of those guys who put gun on the map. You know, and uh, the masses can also confirm, but seeing what went on in the in parliament um i'm now beginning to understand i'm now beginning to feel appreciated by Ghanaians. you know um, i don't really care about what people say a lot but parliament has confirmed and i'm sure the masses also know in their heart um i should be uh, celebrated you know i always say the numbers don't lie i always say it and now I will say, yeah, people really appreciate um, what I have done because in our discussions, we're like, you know, you don't you don't appreciate something until you lose it. And um, I feel like um, maybe it's the right time for people to understand the the name Asamoajan, the impact of that name. And um, now my heart is at peace, and I'm I really appreciate it. Right, that's it for the sport. You can get more on myjoinline.com, including the preview to Ghana versus Morocco in the under-23 AFCON.
And starting this June on Joy News, we connect you to the rest of the continent on Connect Africa with me, Blessed Sugar. The issue about loss and damage reparations. Uh, how is the West receiving such a call from especially African leaders? You know, the loss is actually being borne by African countries. I will be here live from the Joy News studio speaking to our affiliates and correspondents from across Africa with news, analysis, interviews and conversations from the rest of the continent. If you look at successive opinion polls, Pitaobi seems to be leading. So the question is if the security, insecurity causes a low voter turnout, would it impact on the fortunes of the candidate? Join us on Connect Africa on the Join News Channel. Time now to check out what's making headlines elsewhere. Nigerian police authorities have announced plans to withdraw some police units from protecting and escorting VIPs in favor of the redeploying them to work on national security. Those officers would only be replaced where necessary, according to the Premium Times newspaper. The new Chevy Silverado HD puts you in command. Own strength with its enhanced available Duramax 6.6-liter turbo diesel V8. Own the lake with its available advanced towing technology. And own technology with an available 13.4-inch diagonal touchscreen. The new Chevy Silverado HD. Own work, own play, own life. Learn more at Chevy.com. Find new roads. Chevrolet. Traders, uh, we still stay with mining because illegal miners have invaded the concession of Asanko mines, threatening its sustainability. Now, though the amount of gold being lost to illegal miners is yet to be quantified, managers say such operations endanger the lives of staff and earth moving equipment. Corporate social responsibility activities to the community. Under the previous administration of Mamadou Buhari, security declined with the country currently facing a kidnapping for ransom crisis. For ransom crisis. Which is contrary to what we believe in. And at the end of the day, they leave the area unsafe, which will eventually result in fatality. So the challenges are one, it, it, it poses a threat to our employees, it poses a threat to our equipment, and it's degrading the environment, and then put Asanko in a very state as if Asanko that under degradation. The mine contributes $2 of every ounce of gold mined for the community development. In the delivery of its corporate social responsibility, the company has handed over a fully furnished hospital to Bontefufu and its environment.